Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, Diarrhea! It's time to wake up. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Hope Springs Eternal. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show, and I am your host, Joe Spadoni. It's opening day. 2020. Three, let's go baseball. It's back. Like it never left. It's almost too perfect that the rain is just now stopping. We got some dry weather. We got Shohei Otani going to the Coliseum. We got Logan Webb going out to the Bronx. We got storylines galore. And we're going to dive right into it right here on 95.7 The Game this morning. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570 is the number. Call or text the Comcast Business Text Line at that number. Opening day thoughts. Are you going anywhere? What are your plans? What do you like to do? Opening day traditions. You and your family of years past. Listen, I know we like to give a lot of flack for baseball, and rightfully so, because the product hasn't been great the last few years. It's been especially stinky here in the Bay Area. Haven't had a World Series run. It's coming up on almost 10 years, folks, since the last World Series here in the Bay Area where the Giants beat the Kansas City Royals. But there's still something special about going to that ballpark. There's something special about walking into the stadium, seeing that freshly cut grass, whether you're by yourself, with your family. I know I'll be going to some games this year with my son. And he's just always in awe, right? You go out there, you just look at all the seats, you look at those fresh uh, chalk on the lines, you look at all the field workers, you're looking at the batting practice, you're looking at everything. The smell, the sounds, the vendors. It's just special. It is America's pastime, and there is something ingrained in our DNA as Americans about baseball that is special and makes it more unique than football and basketball. 888-957-9570, Hello, Twitch. Hello, YouTube. We are up and running. You can look at this beautiful Mitchell and Ness Oakland Athletics jacket I got on today. And yes, I will do my best. Here on the pregame show. I know a lot of people like to call in, text in. We still got the, the few A's fans. I get it. Why don't you guys talk about them? This is used to be the flagship. You guys, it's always about the Giants. I was like, well, listen. All due respect to the Oakland A's, 
And we will talk about him this year and this season on the pregame show. Don't get it twisted. We'll make some time for the A's. My guy Shea Langoliers, hoping for big things of that guy. He's the future. They just traded the guy that they thought could have been part of their future and Christian Pache, who was also part of that Matt Olson trade. He is headed over to the Philadelphia Phillies in exchange for a relief pitcher named Billy Sullivan, double-A guy most of last season with Philadelphia. But I digress. We will talk some A's here on the pregame show. Don't get it twisted if you're up early this morning. And also, if you're just getting off work, getting on work, getting ready for school, getting ready to drive, it's not wet out there anymore. It's crazy. It looks like that we're going to have a dry spell here in the Bay Area for the first time in what seems like a couple of months, which coincides perfectly with baseball here as we get back to the A's. They play today, tonight I should say, at the Coliseum, Shohei Otani. Otani's son coming to the Bay after capturing the hearts of damn near everyone at the World Baseball Classic. That was awesome. Last time we saw Shohei was striking out Mike freaking Trout to win the World Baseball Classic. And it all came down to that at bat. He had never faced him in a live at bat like that before in front of millions of people. What is it? I read somewhere it was like 97% of Japanese households had their TV on, have their TVs on watching that game. It was that meaningful for that country. And I think it was meaningful just for the sport of baseball, what Shohei did and accomplished in that game, in that at bat against Mike Trout. He is going to be in the Bay Area today, folks. So if you have nothing else better to do, go over out to the Coliseum and watch Shohei Otani pitch because it's going to be fun. Might not be fun for the Oakland Athletics. I think last year he almost had like a no-hitter against him. We went seven innings or something like that. So that could be on the table. Or, like I said, you never know. Hope springs eternal. Maybe the A's have a good year this year. Anything could happen. I know it's crazy. And we'll get to the over-under win totals for a lot of these MLB teams as it pertains to the San Francisco Giants and Oakland Athletics. Giants taking on Aaron Judge in the Bronx today. And that's going to be fun. Logan Webb, Garrett Cole... Gabe Kapler, Aaron Boone, all the storylines intertwined with these two franchises. And it all kind of started in the hot stove, right? It actually didn't even start in the hot stove. It started out towards the end of last year when he started to see Aaron Judge and the Yankee fans booing him because Yankees were yet again choking in the championship series against the Houston Astros. And the Astros, you know what? No shame in getting swept by them. They were a freight train. They're the real deal. They're looking to repeat this season. That's who I have, and we'll get to our picks and division winners and all that here on the pregame show. Let me know yours at 888-957-9570. But Astros are just a freight train. No shame in getting swept against them, but it left a bad taste in the Yankees fans' mouths. What else is new? So they booed the hell out of Aaron Judge, and we had all the Giants fans over here. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, baby. You're from Linden, California, which is not really the Bay Area, but it's kind of close, but it's also not really. But, hey, it doesn't matter. Come home, Aaron Judge. You grew up a Giants fan. Buster Posey is your favorite player growing up. We thought we, we'll, we'll, we'll give you everything. We'll give you all the money. We'll give you all the years. It doesn't matter. Well, he came. He visited. Rich Aurelia was part of the pitch. You had all these guys part of the pitch, all the people that are meaningful to the Giants organization. Larry Bear, Buster Posey, I think, talked to him. So all this sort of stuff happening. Logan Webb, everyone. They tried to get him to... A Warriors game, but I think he went to a Kings game. He's a Kings fan, I'm pretty sure. And I shout out the Kings, LTB, clinching their first playoff spot since 2006. Think about that for a second. Since 2006, I was 
13 years old the last time the Kings made the playoffs. About to turn 30, folks, in about a couple months here. Just gives you a kind of an idea of how long this has been and how torturous it has been for Kings fans. So if you are a Kings fan and you're listening this morning, shout out to you. Hope you enjoy your opening day. Hope you enjoy, you know what, from here on out, it doesn't really matter. And I know Kings fans, they have their heart set on a matchup with the Golden State Warriors. And God, oh, we were talking about that a lot yesterday on the morning roast. God, I would love that matchup. Just as a fly on the wall, these two fan bases going at it. And we've had a lot of callers here. A lot of Kings fans sticking their chests out. And man, I would love that matchup. The What, what are they calling it? The, the uh, I-80 matchup, whatever you want to call it. Eh, we can think of something better than that. We can think of something. NorCal... Think of some some better rivalry name for the Kings and Warriors. That's your task this morning, listeners, at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. But it's all about baseball this morning on the pregame show. And welcome in everybody who's just chiming in. 925, perfect. The iPhone didn't exist last time the Kings were in the playoffs. 2006, the iPhone wasn't around? Are we sure? Uh, now I'm thinking about it. I think it was freshman year of my high school, which was 2007. That's when it launched. So, yeah, you're right. 925 in the Comcast Business Text Line. 925. Another 925. Different one. Comcast Business Text Line. Nobody cares. Well, you cared enough to text in. People care about baseball. 925. May not think they do, but they do. I know I still do. After my team has tried their darndest to not even field a winnable product. I think they watched Major League and were just like, hey, John Fisher, you ever see this movie Major League? And he's like, he watched it for the first time and he put it in. He's like, man, you think we can get away with this like now? Like people, you think they would like draw the comparisons? Like you think we could like tank and try to move out of, out of this market? It almost worked for them. I, I think we could do it better than what Cleveland tried to do. Let's just make sure Charlie Sheen's on this rotation. I think we're fine. That's what John Fisher has done with the A's. And I'm still rooting for him. And hell, they might even be in Oakland the next couple years. Looks like they're sniffing around in Vegas. But you know what? Hope springs eternal. It's dumb. It's stupid. You may say, Spadoni, get your head out of the sand. They're leaving. Why the hell are you even rooting for this team anymore? They're not even putting out a winning product. Your best player's name is Tony Kemp, and he's a platoon player most of the time. You know what? I don't care. And yes, Tony Kemp, he's got swag. Hope springs eternal today it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i got hope and it's probably gonna get crushed tonight when shohei otani walks into the coliseum but it doesn't matter i'm gonna i'm it was about to say i'm gonna be there but a three-year-old and a six-month-old 7:30 start times not uh the best for that also baseball not the best product when you're trying to entertain a three-year-old especially at the coliseum but i digress hope springs eternal 888-957-957 7-0. Eric Brownlee trying to c- come up for a potential Kings-Warriors playoff series name. The Bay Valley Classic. Yeah. A crab emoji. I don't even know what your name is on YouTube chat. Viva Las Vegas. Indeed. Las Vegas. I'm sure that's going to be the first tagline whenever they announce that. Hope they don't. Hope something gets worked out with Howard Terminal or somewhere else long term, but starting to look like it's that time for the Oakland A's, unfortunately. But Crazier things have happened. El Guero, good morning, Spadoni on the YouTube chat. Baseball's no fun as an A's fan. It's not. James, Nicole, good morning to all of you. Nicole, I promise I'll touch a little bit of the Warriors today. Some things happened around the league yesterday that we'll get to. 
No, you came down my road. We were talking about baseball last time, but don't worry. We'll get into the Warriors. James, cheers on the YouTube chat. Appreciate you. The Battle of the North. I like that one, 650 on the Comcast Business Text Line. That is one I can get behind. The Battle of the North. That's good. The North remembers. Not bad. See? Pre-gamers are up and out of this early. They're smart. I put our show's listeners against any other ones. The Roasters, the the Guru and Steiners, the Willard and Dibbers. No. The pre-gamers know what's up. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. So the San Francisco Giants. Aaron Judge will be the big storyline today, obviously. Just what happened between those two squads and... I know Joe Shasky, he's pumped up about this today. I can't wait to see what jersey he's rocking today. I already saw Sam Lubman in the back. He's rocking his Giants cap. Garlic fries and baseball guys, by the way, if you haven't checked out the new episode, you can find that on Odyssey. You can find that. Sam's out here somewhere. I want him to plug his own podcast, but he's out there. He's grinding for the morning roast. He's doing his thing. And by the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't say we have a lot going on today. Not just opening day talk here on the morning roast on the pregame show, but Steiny and Guru, they're going to be live from Chase Center from 10 to 2, talking to President of Basketball Operations Bob Myers. They're talking to Steve Kerr. They've got other guests. Maybe Stephen Curry, they're saying? Are you kidding me? That was a great interview they had last year with Steph. I remember that before the playoffs start. And I was, we were talking about it in the show. He's like, man, thank God the Warriors came back and won that game because some of those players might not have wanted to do the interview today. Uh, but they did. They came back. And the mood is good. The vibes are good at Chase Center. And Steiny and Goo will be there for all of that. But again, I digress. Garlic Fries and Baseball guys getting back to that. Sam Lubman, Joe Shasky, Odyssey. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. Those guys are getting after it. And I'm happy for Sam getting his voice out there. No bigger Giants fan here at the station than one Sam Lubman. And I'm, I'm curious to see what he thinks about the Aaron Judge thing. I know what Shasky thinks. He thinks that they should hit him, they shouldn't allow him to get a home run, they should walk him every single time, four up, that's it. I understand. I get it. I don't think Gabe Kapler operates that way, though. Just judging from what I've seen from him in his post-game dynamics, his in-game dynamics, he doesn't mind running up the score or throwing a bunt down or stealing, but I feel like Gabe Kapler is the sort of guy who's like, ah, I'm not going to throw at Aaron Judge. Obviously, we love Aaron and wish nothing but the best for him. I can't do it as good as Mark Willard does, but you get what I'm saying. That feels like more Gabe Kapler in his feeling out process. Now, does Logan Webb just take it into his own hands? He runs hot. Logan runs hot. Does he just decide? No, no, Aaron, you know what? You jerk. You're taking one in the back. You're taking one in the butt. All right. Right on the cheek. Right on the cheekster. And move on, take your base. That's what you do. Will Aaron, uh, will Logan Webb do that tonight? We shall see. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Wow, we were popping. We are popping. The GM, the pre-gamers, the roasters. We got Human. We got Brandon Cadiz. It's a consideration. It's an all-timer. The Gabe Kapler uh, drops are some all-timers just because he has just... An incredibly sexy voice. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. But he just says the most ridiculous things, and because he has a great voice and he wears those glasses, we think he's the smartest individual in the room. I was like, let's relax. Farhan's putting down the sheet. All right, Gabe. Now, he's maybe eloquent at times, 
and it can feel like a shtick at times, but let's, please. When last season, I will say this as we talk about Gabe Kapler and his whole kind of persona. A couple of years ago, it was endearing when they had that huge run and they won 100 plus games and it was great. Yeah, you lost to the Dodgers in five, but wow, what a season. It was endearing. Last season, it got a little bit old. Why? Because you weren't winning. You're a bona fide 500 team. I think that final record didn't even indicate how bad they actually were throughout the year. Yeah, the injuries had, injuries had a lot to do with it. But for the most part, up until that final stretch they had toward the end of the season, it was just bad. A lot of fans weren't happy with Kapler. Just a lot of the same coach speak. Not getting upset. Not even showing nerve. Not doing anything during a game. He finally got himself tossed. It didn't really seem authentic. Shout out NBC Authentic. Like, it just didn't seem like the same year in the 100-plus year, 100-plus uh, win season they had a couple seasons ago. Last season, just, there was a lot of bad. And I think if you're Farhan Zaidi, and I know there's this whole uh, contract details that have just been kind of released about Farhan and that they have a, the club op, the club has an option with him whether to bring him back or not, and they're probably going to exercise it. So looking like at least their next season, Farhan's probably going to be back. But this is kind of a make-or-break year for him, am I right? Like, I can't see the club wanting to bring him back if they go 75 wins, like under 80, and that's the over-under, and we'll get into those here in a few minutes, some of the over-unders around the league. And the Giants right now, according to Vegas and most Vegas books, it's at 81.5. And, and if they go under that, which is possible, like this hasn't been the healthiest team. Like, you just look at up and down the lineup and the projected lineup right now. You just look at Lamont Wade. Tyro Estrada, Jock Peterson, Michael Conforto, Brandon Crawford, David Villar, Mike Yastrzemski, Joey Bart, Blake Sable. Like, okay. Like, and yeah, they got depth. That is one word that you are going to be hearing, hearing a lot today on 95.7 The Game as it pertains to the San Francisco Giants. Depth. Whether it's pitching, whether it's hitting, that is the name of the game for the San Francisco Giants, and they are going to be leaning on that heavily this season. Is it going to be enough? Like, I'm looking at the... like. All due respect, Jock Peterson, all-star last year, okay. Michael Conforto, yeah. David Villar, yeah. Mike Stremski, cool story a couple of years ago. Joey Bart, we're not, even, we're not even having high expectations of him. And he was your top prospect not too long ago. So, if it flames out this season, I just can't see how you bring Farhan back. What has he done to enable the future of this team to compete after this season? The farm was the big reason you brought Farhan in. Farmhan should have been his name coming in because what he did with the Oakland A's, his track record, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. This guy's going to clean up things. He's going to be cost-effective. We love all those words. We love all that. But we need to see it play out. And right now, it hasn't done that. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Brandon Cadiz on the YouTube chat. Judge's first at-bat versus Logan Webb ever. Interesting. That's another little wrinkle today. Can't wait for that. Dave Fleming was on the morning roast this week. He joined them and did a little season preview, and Dave will be on that every single week there with Bonte and Chasky. And he was talking about why the Giants should be confident in their pitching this year. The Giants should be very confident that their pitching is going to be among the best in the game. The Giants have a lot of major league quality arms. Starters, relievers in the minor leagues. They have too many starting pitchers. I mean that that is I, I cannot remember the last time that the Giants had a team going into a season where it's like 
man, I, you know, not only do they have so many, it's like they have too many. How are they, how are these guys all going to pitch? What's going to happen? I mean, I, I still wouldn't think it's impossible that there could be a move at some point. You know, if you get going and everybody's going okay, and and you don't have room for everyone uh, of the starters, so I think that's the number one reason for optimism. Is this going to be a very good pitching team? Dave Fleming, voice of the San Francisco Giants, voice of WCC basketball, voice of college football. Dave does it all. He's no, he's great. He's going to again joining the morning roast. Weekly with Bonte and Chasky. He's our 95-7 game Giants insider. The only bone to pick I'll have with that as far as the depth. He's like, just look at They have so many starting pitchers. I'm like, yeah, but look at the starting pitchers. Logan Webb, great. He's awesome. Stud. Alex Cobb, solid. Shamanaya, you're three. Ross Stripling. Am I- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Taking too much into account. Oh, and by the way, as he walked into the studio, I'm seeing it right now. I teased it earlier. Lubman was rocking the Giants hat. He's got the Lubman jersey on. Number five, Lubman in the back. Respect. I actually had a Spadoni one with the Nays when we, uh, me and Jade, Jade and I, the misses, we were announcing our uh, our engagement, and we had twenty. I was number twenty, and then she had seventeen. Both Spadoni, and she was a Giants fan. I converted her, unfortunately. Probably a bad decision to convert into an A's fan in hindsight. But we had the little Giants and A's thing going on. She was a Giants fan. I was an A's fan. We had this. That's the only time I've ever had my name on the back of a jersey, and that was that. But to have the name on the back, and that's like a legit. Sam, get in here. Get in here, Sam. When did you get that? Was that gifted to you, or did you get that yourself? Oh, no, this was a gift. Uh, this was a Christmas gift from Bonte, actually. Oh, really? Was that from last year? Uh, this last Christmas, yeah. That's awesome. No, Bonte got me. He got you the jersey. He got me the Charles Woodson throwback Raiders jersey. That's right. So, that was a dope so swaggy. Too. Yeah. Shout out, Bonte. Look at him. Merry Christmas, Bonte. He got a good one here in Bonte. He really is. He's, you know he's pretty what? awesome. You know what? The king, oh, I'll leave that alone for, for right now. That's that's good. Good stuff. As a sign you would like to say about Bonte, that's good stuff. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. So Dave Fleming's optimistic about that Giants pitching staff. Ugh, I just looked at all those rotations. I was like, great. Depth is awesome. And this is a great point from the 574. I think that's on Neptune on the Comcast business text line. But depth doesn't matter at all if half the team is injured. Look at the 49ers a couple years ago. And I think that's the big key this set, uh, this season to your point, 574 on the Comcast business text line. 
Health is the name of the game for the San Francisco Giants. And it's, it's the name of the game. I think you could say that for every single team, but specifically this team. They were just been snake bit last year when it came to injuries. Lamont Wade, right? You just think of some things that just kept happening, creeping up. Jock Peterson, all these guys. I don't have to get into the slap as it pertains to Jock. That didn't, that just hurt his ego, not him actually on the field. Actually kind of did hurt him on the field after that slap. I don't think he was the best hitter after that, but I digress. But you just look at some of these key cogs that you have back. Lamont Wade being like the first and foremost, your leadoff hitter, and Lamont was, he was late light Lamont a couple years ago. He was clutch after clutch hit. He was swagalicious. He was fun. He was entertaining. Having him back and to lead off potentially today in the Bronx against the Yankees is huge. But you look at a guy like Michael Conforto, not the greatest injury history, didn't play last year. Like, you're just looking at some of these guys you're trying to count on, and you already have Mitch Haniger on the IL to start the season. Like, this, some of your big-name guys, already kind of little question marks. So, yes, health, name of the game for the San Francisco Giants. Not great. Not great. 888-957-9570. But again, hope springs eternal. I'm not here to crap on everyone's parade, rain on it, rain's gone. Just... It's a massive, massive season for Farhan Zaidi, I think, and the San Francisco Giants. And they have not done a lot in this offseason during Hot Stove, I believe, to quell a lot of San Francisco Giants fans' fears about this upcoming season. I look at this division alone, you got, and I don't even get me started with the Dodgers and the Padres. They're stacked. They're loaded. We know what they're about. But I'm looking about the other teams that you're going to have to be competing against. Colorado Rockies, okay. You usually have their number. But that's always a tough one up there in Colorado. And then you look at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like, I'm looking around them. They got Christian Walker, Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly. They got some studs. Oh, they got Longo, by the way. 50-year-old Evan Longoria. So they're not going to be easy. Like, they were a team, and that's a squad. The Diamondbacks and the Rockies a couple years ago, where the Giants just destroyed them. And that was a big reason why they won 100-plus games a couple years ago, was because they handled those teams in that division. Now you look at some of the rule changes this year, and we'll get to some of those, as it is opening day talk here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni, 888-957-9570. But the rule changes, and some of this, this isn't even a rule change, it's more of a schedule change, but you're not playing those teams as much this year. You're playing every single team in baseball this season, which is freaking awesome, by the way. Like, I'll give Rob Manfred his flowers there. I love that the Giants will be playing the Red Sox and the Yankees every single year. Like, that's freaking cool. Like, I, like, everyone will say, like, oh, I miss the old National League and American League and stuff. Like, no. Like, the reason I love the NFL and the reason I love the NBA is because I know, and even if it is in the NFL every four years or whatever, they're going to be playing every single team. Like, it's not this two different leagues, and for the longest time it was the American League was hitting, and the National League was pitching, and all this sort of stuff. No, it's all the same now. DH everywhere, play every team. I love that. Took us long enough to get there, and I give Rob Manfred his flowers when it comes to that. Now, the pitch clock. I'm excited to see that get installed this season. Faster pace of play. How's it going to be when it's tight in the ninth inning? Are they going to have leeway? We saw in spring training there were sticklers to it, but that's spring training. We got live-action baseball now. Didn't see in the WBC because they didn't adopt that. That was just old-fashioned baseball rules there. The shift. How's that going to work? Lots of different questions that need to be answered and we're going to do it all season long right here on the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Take a quick break here. Come on back. We're going to do win totals 
for some of these teams here in the Bay, A's, Giants, Padres, Dodgers. We're going to give some predictions, who's going to be the Rookie of the Year, who's going to be the MVP, Cy Young, all that sort of stuff. Stay locked and loaded right here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni on 95.7 The Game, 888-957-9570. Hit me up on Twitch and YouTube. It's opening day here on The Game. Back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Opening day here in the Bay. Giants-Yankees in the Bronx. A's-Angels at the Coliseum. Cannot wait for all the action all day, all long. We got action here at 95-7 the game starting at 10 o'clock with Steiny and Guru at Chase Center. They'll be there from 10 to 2 live from Chase Center. They got Bob... Myers, president of basketball operations for the Golden State Warriors, and the head coach, Steve Kerr, as well as some other players, potentially. But those two head honchos, those guys alone, are just, come on. You want to tune into that. Steiny, Bob Myers, Guru, those guys' relationship, they all love each other. Guru, especially, I know he's going to give the shout-out to Bob for getting them those, those tickets for him and his son. He looked elated last week, and I cannot wait for the Golden State Warriors and this season to end, and the playoffs to begin. Well, maybe play-ins for the Warriors. They won't, hope not. The way the Timberwolves have been playing, man, that was a huge win for the Suns last night and a huge help to the Golden State Warriors. They're clinging to that sixth spot in the Western Conference. So we'll continue to talk about the Warriors. But today is all about opening day here in the Bay, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570 is the number and YouTube, Twitch, hello, we are up and running. Appreciate all of you chiming in there. Appreciate the Comcast Business text line from the 415, Yo Spadoni. And he wants me to do it. He really wants me. He's been asking me, 415, he wants me to say how much wood could a woodchuck chuck of woodchuck could chuck wood. He wants me to do that whole thing. I did that little part just for you, a little tease, because you kept going to do the whole damn thing. I don't have that time to do that here on opening day, because we got overs and unders and MLB win totals to get into. And I think I have a little bed for this. I hope I have a little bed for this. I think I do. Give me a little green onions. There we go. Okay. So we're going to get into this. And we're going to look around Major League Baseball, look at every single division. And I'm going to give you some overs and unders that I like around the league. And we're going to start with some of the teams that are playing today here locally. We'll start... With the New York Yankees, who are playing the Giants today. And you just look at that division. You got the Blue Jays, who got better. You got Tampa Bay, always tough. Boston, better, but still, yeah. Baltimore, I think teams are sleeping on a little bit. I like the over in that division with Baltimore, but I'll start with the Yankees at 94.5. I'll go over just on principle. This guy, Volpe, they got their number one prospect, who's going to start at shortstop today, by the way, against the Giants. He's so filthy. He's so sick. He's swagalicious. Their pitching staff, although hurt a little bit, Carlos Rodon, Frankie Montas out for the year, that's not great, but I still think they get over that 94.5 win total. So I like the Yankees over 94.5 there. And again, I said in that division, the other also the play I like, Baltimore, uh, not the Ravens, shout out Lamar Jackson. Oof, when's that going to get finished? You see the latest from him, by the way, Lamar Jackson, as it pertains to the Baltimore Ravens, saying he didn't sit out, he's ripping critics because... They said that he sat out for money. Big mess there in Baltimore. I just don't see him coming back. 
to that market and to that team. But as it pertains to the Orioles, I like the over 76.5. Cedric Mullins, love that guy. He's awesome. Rushman, 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 I don't care how you pronounce it. The catcher, he's a stud. And they got some guys over there. And I like the over. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but over 76.5 wins seems doable for the Baltimore Orioles. All right. San Francisco Giants and looking over in the NL Western division. Dodgers 96 and a half. It seems like a lot to me, but it's the Dodgers. I feel like I could always pencil them in for over 100 wins. Like they somehow topped a couple years ago in that huge race with the San Francisco Giants. And they somehow won more games even last year. So they're always going to be it. Gavin Lux injury sucks. Obviously no Trevor Bauer, that whole thing. He's out. He's in pitching in Japan or Korea or what have you. He's gone. But they still got Clayton Kershaw. They still got Dustin May. They still got Freddie Freeman. They still got Mookie Betts. They still got all these studs. I'll pencil the Dodgers in the over 96 and a half. Another play I like in that division is Arizona. I think they're going to be a good team this year. I like them over 74 and a half wins. Christian Walker, everybody mentioned. Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly. I like what they're doing over there in the desert. They're a fun team. They're a fun squad. They can put them up there. Pitching is always what it's going to come down to in that ballpark. Madison Bumgarner, we get all that. But I still like that team. Not to win the division, not to make the playoffs maybe, but I like them to win over 74 and a half. San Francisco Giants, as we get here locally. And let me I'll save the Giants for last. I'll go Oakland first, over 59 and a half, over under. <sighs> Sam, I got to take the 59 wins for the A's. I got to take the over on principle, right? I feel like they've never been this bad this long. Billy Bean always finds a way. Like, maybe they'll win 65 or something. But 59 and a half, like, oh my, it can't be that bad, I mean, right? They, they could, you know, pick up towards the end of the year. It could be one of those things where they start off slow, but then, you know, pick up steam in the second half. I could see the A's being a very strong second half team. Okay, yeah. That, thanks. The that's, always, that's always the bar you want to go for. Is that, that, let's just be a strong second half team. It's not rooted in Oakland. It's not green collar baseball. It's the strong second half team here for the Oakland Athletics. All right, I like the over 59 and a half. I'm talking myself into it. It's opening day. Hope springs eternal, baby. Here on the pregame show, 888-957-9570. What are some of your locks of this year as it pertains to betting, as it pertains to Major League Baseball? Let me know some of your plays. Or it could just be division winners straight up. Who you like to make the playoffs? Who you don't? It's all good here on the pregame show. But the San Francisco Giants. And this is going to be an interesting one. I I don't have a great feel for it one way or the other because of that health factor, and it's already kind of rearing its ugly head here early for the San Francisco Giants. 81 and a half. Do we like the over here, folks? Do we like that? I think I have to take it. I think I have to. Just because of the depth that Dave Fleming was talking about here on the pregame show this week with Bonte and Chasky. Check that on the morning roast with Bonte and Chasky. Cost you over, though, next to Chasky. He'll join me, get his thoughts on some of these teams and some of the plays he likes this season around Major League Baseball. He's pumped up. He's decked down Giants gear. He's ready to go. But I think I do like the over. I'm talking myself into it. 83, 84 wins. I think 86, 87 gets you into the playoffs. I'm not sure if they will. And again, that would be pretty damning for Farhan, Gabe Kapler, and all those guys. But I do think they get over that 81.5 win total. 83-84 sounds right to me. So those are my wins. And uh, I like San Francisco over. I like New York Yankees over. I like Baltimore over. I like the A's over. And I like Arizona. So 
Those are my teams. Dodgers, I think they're a lock. One team that's not a lock for me, and I'm looking at it right now, is the Seattle Sea uh, Seahawks. Seattle Manners. I just 86 and a half. I know they had a good year last year. I know they added some pieces, but ugh. Talking myself into the Manners, 86 and a half. Feels like they could have a down year. Julio Rodriguez is sick, though. I get it. They're an up-and-coming team. Maybe I'm just being salty and just giving those last 20 years of playoff drive. Maybe that's still in the back of my mind as it pertains to the man. But I look at the Texas Rangers at 81 and a half. That's that's a team I feel like with Bruce Bochy at the helm. And I know a lot of that pitching staff is going to be it's all coming down to health. But man, I'm thinking I'm liking the Rangers more than I like the Mariners. Maybe I'm crazy in that division. Maybe I'm crazy. But those are my locks for over-under win totals here on the pregame show. Let me know what you think at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. San Francisco Giants, they're taking on the New York Yankees today in the Bronx, opening day all around. What are some of your opening day traditions here? Let me know at 888-957-9570. Let me know on the pregame show. Jason Mishler, dear God, baseball talk? Yeah, it's opening day, bro. What do you want me to talk about? Trey Lance and Brock Purdy? No. Although, that could get a little interesting. Is Trey Lance going to be a 49er at the start of next year? Oof. I don't know. Like I felt for, I thought for sure I did. But is there a chance he gets traded with that? Donald acquisition kind of seems more and more ominous for him as it pertains to his stature and his status here with the San Francisco 49ers. But I digress. Jason, sorry you don't like baseball. I know it's hurt a lot of people around here in the Bay a lot in the last couple of years, but... I still love it. Hope springs eternal. That's the name of the game here at 888-957-9570, Joseph Correa on the YouTube chat. Do you think it's worth it to go see Shohei Otani pitch tonight at the Coliseum or waste of money going to opening day? I don't think you're... Anytime you can see Shohei Otani pitch, do it. It's it's. Listen, this could be gone tomorrow. He can blow out his arm and it's all over and he just turns into a average guy on the mound or he doesn't even pitch anymore and he's just a hitter go see that guy pitch i'm telling you i saw him pitch last year you will go and tell your children that that is the greatest baseball player i ever saw play the game you will go and you will do that like if you have a chance to go see shohei otani pitch tonight go do it full stop right there joseph absolutely absolutely 888-957-957 415. Spadoni looks like Raleigh Fingers and Matt Stairs had a love child. I don't know if I'm going to take that as a compliment, but that might just be the mustache, which is horrible, by the way. And I appreciate you chiming in on Twitch and YouTube there. And that was from the Comcast Business Text Line. 415. That was the same guy with the Woodchuck Chuck thing. Appreciate you chiming in and keeping me honest here on the pregame show. We got one more segment coming up here. Cross Jover. Joe Shasky joins me. Opening day. 888-957-9570. I'm going to get his thoughts on Gabe Kapler, Aaron Judge, Farhan Zaidi. I want his thoughts on this season. Is he confident in his squad? Again, Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys is back. Joe Shasky, Sam Lemon. Catch that. Where can we find that, Sam? Where can we find that? You can find it on the Odyssey app. You can also get it on iTunes and Spotify. There you go. That's one of the voices there of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. Sam Lubman with Joe Shasky. Shasky, join me next for the crossover right here on 95.7 The Game.
Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 The Game. Opening day in baseball. Giants, Yankees, A's, Angels, Judge, V. Webb, Otani, V. Everybody. It's going to be a great day here on 95-7 The Game. We got Shasky joining me for the crossover in just moments. We got Steiny and Guru live from Chase Center from 10 to 2. President of Basketball Operations for the Golden State Warriors, Bob Myers, joining them live. Head coach Steve Kerr joining them. Maybe, just maybe, Stephen Curry? Don't quote me on that. Maybe. That'd be a hell of a get. Steph was great with them last year. So, Guru, Steiny, they'll be live from Chase Center from 10 to 2. Don't want to miss that. Again, Bob Myers and Steve Kerr joining them. As Joe Shasky, much better than those guys. Like, not even close. Joe Shasky decked out in his Giants. And underrated jersey that he's wearing, and you can see it on Twitch and YouTube right now, the bright orange with the old-fashioned G there. I'm not the biggest fan of that G, but I like that jersey. I like that jersey. This represents the 70s, yeah. but I like the pullover better. This is the more modern version. Mm-hmm. Um, they added the gold in it. I, I love these uniforms. Look, man, today's the one day. Giants, A's... Reds, Pirates, Nationals, all these fans can unite in feeling optimistic, even for just one day. Yeah, that's sometimes that's all it takes, is one day. And then it's like, all right, we're going to stink. But you know what? Who cares? Like, the A's are going up against Shohei Otani. Like, I'm, that's, it's gonna be come awesome. on, that's awesome. It's going to be awesome. Right? Like, come on. Like, that's what people are telling me. Like, should I go? Like, or should I waste? Like, you are not wasting your money if you're going to see Shohei Otani pitch. So I rem- like he is the biggest star, one of the biggest stars in sports right now. Are my, you kidding me? My dad uh, may not remember this because his memory isn't as good as mine. My dad took me to a Tuesday night game at Candlestick. There were sixty thousand people there. Wow. Hideo Nomo pitched, Ooh. and this is when uh, Hideo Nomo was just like just getting onto the scene. And I'll never forget every single windup. You know, you used to have the hands over the head. Yep. It was this long pause, if oh, you will. The, was it the... Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he would uh, contort and twist his body. I will never forget it to this day. Every single pitch, flashlights throughout the entire stadium. Now, we don't do that anymore because of the phones, but like... Everybody had cameras. It was one of those seminal moments. I want to say it was a September game, but I could be wrong. That guy pitched forever. I'm looking at it right now. He pitched until he was 40. Hey, him yeah. and Chan Ho Park. Yeah. Very underrated careers. No, totally. Obviously a Dodger. And then he, I, I remember him, yeah, as a, as a Royal there in 2008 so, when he made that little comeback there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always envied the Dodgers, and that was during their run of consecutive Rookie of the Years where they had Eric Karros, Raul oh, Mondesi, Mike Piazza, Hideo Nomo. It wasn't Todd Hollinsworth. There was one other guy in there. They had consecutive rookies of the year and didn't win anything. Oof. That's brutal. Isn't that? That is brutal. That's like some New York Jets type stuff, who, by the way, just had both offensive and defensive rookie of the year. But that's crazy. So, do you have any, like, little traditions? Like, obviously, it's hard because the Giants, it feels like. They've been like for like the last decade. It seems like opening up on the road. Yeah, is that how it's been? Like, because yeah. the A's do it at home. Obviously, yeah. now the Giants on the road. Is that how it's been now for what? Like a decade at least. Yeah, at least. It feels like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know they they want to obviously postpone it and you know get people a little more fired up yeah. and whatnot. I, I was just going through and and I, I I'm today I'm optimistic. I'm like super excited and, and positive. It is just it is a little frustrating because to me opening day being an opening day starter. It has cachet. And now, for the pitchers and whatnot, like uh, things can happen. Like Ty Block beat Clayton Kershaw many years ago, one nothing. Yeah. Nobody remembers that. 
Uh, who had the home run? Who was it? Uh, Joe, Panic. Joe Panic, right? He had the only home runs of the cu- first couple of games, right? All right, there so I'm going to play a game with you guys today. Oh, boy. Under 25. So 24 and under. Can you name, and I only went back to 2006 because I could have kept going. Oh, God. Can you name the guys who started in the positions in, f- in the field, not as on the mound, for the Giants? Oh, boy. Under 25. So 24 and under. Like they were, that's their ages were a 24 and under? 24 and under, and they started opening day. So like Buster Posey, a catcher in 24 years old in 2011. Okay. So, oh man, Hunter Pence is older already. Yeah. Um, were Crawford and Belt uh, under 24 in any of their opening day starts? Brandon pa- Crawford Panic. was 24 years old in 2012. He came up essentially in 2011. Panic, 24 years old okay. in 2016. There we go. All right. Brandon Belt. Comes in as one of your youngest guys ever to start on opening day, 2011. He was 23 years old. And who is the grand poobah? Pablo Sandoval, 22 years old in 2009. 22 going on 40, it probably looked like, with Pablo. That's why I'm thinking about it right now, right? Because he just always looked so much older than he was. Less than five guys in 15, 16, 17, 18 years to be under 25 and start for the Giants. Like, if you want to know where they're at right now and, like, why the fans Yikes. aren't attached and this, that, and the other, it's like, good. it's right there. It's in your face. Yeah. And, and, well, and you brought in Far. like, I've been talking about this morning, like, Hope Springs Eternal, yes. For Farhan, like, this is a make-or-break season. Am I, like, wrong? Right? Like, because you just look about, uh, you brought him over. I know. Specifically to build up this youth movement. You're getting a bunch of old guys who are hurt. Know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm trying to talk myself into it as I'm, I'm taking the, the over 81 and a half for the Giants this season, if, whether that's enough to, to get into the playoffs, whatever. But just getting in the playoffs, like, that would be a huge accomplishment. But it feels like even if they make the playoffs, like, what's the plan after that? Like, I'm going to assume some of the young guys have to come up and play well, at some point, Joe, right? Joe, at th- some point, Shasky. Joe, I, I actually Joey Bart. A- like this was supposed to be the guy, and now it looks like I know there was talks yeah. he might even make the team, and he's probably going to play today and start. But come on, I know it's it's. Look here. Here's the way I I am calibrating myself for Giants baseball. Yes. Number one, I love the game. I'm an unabashed baseball lover. All right, so I will always be addicted. Okay, even when they stink, I'm addicted. I admit that. My entire mantra this year is. If one of the young guys can show me a little bit of promise, that will represent a microcosm of hope for me to think that the wave of young players is coming up. All I need to see is one of these guys show a little, a two-week stretch. Has there been a Joey Bart two-week stretch? No. He's had like a home run there. there. It's like, oh, yeah. wow, look no. at the, that contact. Well, remember when you came up? a game yes. here and there. Yes. But can I get a two-week stretch from one of the young players coming up? No. That's, that's what it all... The, and what, if they do, how different do we think about everything? Oh, totally. Because then you can see the fruits of Farhan's labor yeah. at work. Like that's, Exactly. That's why you brought him in. You didn't bring him in here to be like, all right, let's. You didn't bring him in to be Dave Dombrowski. I know we, yeah. we go to him a lot. He's going to be a guy that trades everything off, brings in all these heavy hitters, and then maybe you'll even get to a World Series and win it. Like you saw with the Philadelphia Phillies last year. You brought in Farhan to build up this youth movement, and it just hasn't paid mm. off. Getting at least one or even two. Whether that's a pitcher, whether that's someone like Kyle Harrison or whatever, whether it's two of those guys, that would go 
a huge dividend. Are you kidding me? Because then you're looking at the future of this team. You see an outline of it. Yeah. Right now, I don't know what the outline is for the future of the Giants. Like, Logan Webb, okay. Needs someone else. It's not going to be Shamanaya. It's not going to be Alex no, Cobb. No. It's not going to be those, those guys. Stop gaps. Exactly. And that's why that, the young this is players... a team full of stop gaps. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. No, you're 100 yeah. percent correct. And you know, obviously, you're not getting any pitching. But like, I think kind of lost in the sauce of all those championships. Look at how many young players made their debuts at under 25 years old. Yes. I mean, I just referenced a bunch. Panic, Belt, Posey, Sandoval. I would also throw into there, you know, Crawford uh, and and. Duffy. People forget Duffy. about Duffy. Duffy. Still in the league. Yeah. Duffy was another guy. And you can mix in all of the Andres Torreses and the Angel Pagans and, and those and the Juan Rebays and guys like that when you have the core and the nucleus that's young players. Well, and that's it goes to who you're playing against today. You're looking at the New York Yankees. They're calling up their number one stud who's been crushing it he looks in spring sick. training. And he's going to start Anthony Volpe. Like, that's what you're hoping to get to, he's right? He's like 5'10", 5'11". I know, and he's a, he's a baller. He looks incredible. <laughs> he's so good. You know, it's funny. I I, I coach uh, kids baseball and all these kids they love basketball and I'm not dismissing them but I'm like guys you can play all these sports as long as you want you do realize this is the only sport baseball where you could be 5'10 5'11 and be Tim Lincecum Pedro Martinez or Dustin Pedroia the MVP of the American League yeah I know No, can you be Muggsy Bogues oh yeah you can sure (laughs) can you be Nate Robinson sure I guess yes you can you can. No, I'm not. Look, look I'm, I'm not taking I'm, away from I'm team go golf is what you No, need I'm to, with yeah, you there. You, you need I'm, to go golf, I'm, son. I'm, I'm all right. There. Play but, until your 50s and keep cashing those checks. But that's one of the beauties about baseball is you can be Harmon Killebrew. You know, you can be, you know, a guy that's gigantic or. You can be Aaron Judge or you can be Coco Crisp. Altuve. Altuve is going to go down as go. one of the greatest players the game has ever seen. Yes. And I guarantee he's 5'8. Yes. Not if that. I, right? And he's out because he broke his hand on the World Baseball Classic. But look at, even though I know you hate the Astros. Altuve is one of the greatest yeah, players no, yeah, the yeah. game's ever seen. No, I more hate the, the cheating stuff. Like, that pissed he's me off. He's like because a top he, 200, 250 player in the last, whatever, Yeah, no, totally. He's, he's been a fantasy baller for me. I hated that they had to cheat because they were so damn good anyways. They didn't need to do that. I agree. So that's, that's why it really do grinds you, my gears. Have they announced the opening day lineups yet, uh, Sam Lubman? Sammy. Sammy. Have they? I do not know yet. Let me so double check. I have the tradition. I have the projected one. So, oh. like, there's a lot. Like, well, like this is a culmination. So, a lot of people left field. Uh, Jock Peterson, there's that saying. would break a streak. 16 consecutive years since Barry Bonds went back to back 06, 07. They have had a different left fielder starting an opening day. That's wild. I'm going to run through these names with Bonte, and we are going to go down memory lane. I think we do this every year, and I still forget all these guys. There's saying. always like one or two. It's like, ah, oh, what? What like, about the pitchers? Okay, opening day moments for pitchers. Does that mean okay, to me? There is a like. It, there's a mystique about it. Um, a little bit. I always feel like uh, for the longest time as an A's fan, we lost an opening day. Like we had a huge, <laughs> like we just stunk. Like yeah. every single year, yeah. it was just awful. Like, like even last year, I think it was they opened up in Philly. Actually, it was weird because it was like an interleague game. Interesting. They opened up in Philly, and it was Frankie Montas. Oh yeah, and I think it was the a Yankee. And it was Kyle. I don't know if Kyle Schwarber let off or whatever, but he just hit an absolute tank to dead center, and it ended up being like the difference in the game. I was like, oh well, this is gonna be a. Kind of foreshadowing what's going to what's to come for the A's. And Frankie Montas, he left, traded him to the Yankees, and he's not playing. That deal actually looks better for the A's because now he's out for the year for the Yankees. But yeah, it's always kind of been bad. I'm just going to say that. But to your point, there's moments, right? Like whether it's a walk off, something like that. I remember, I think it was the COVID year a couple of years ago, but and there was no one in the stands that sucked. But maybe it wasn't the COVID year. I'm thinking of 21 or 20 or 19. But Matt Olson hit a walk off grand slam. And it was pretty cool against the Angels, and it was one until like the 10th or 9th. Like that's kind of stuff is cool, right? You, you stay up that late. Up. 
Oh, Matt Olson. Oh, he's winning the MVP. No, but not only that, the guy that they got for him. Oh yeah, he's traded already. Pache. Yeah, he wasn't the main. Like I told you, Langoliers was yeah, the main uh, yes, thing in that yes. trade. But they thought Pache was going to be the most quickest to like come up and play. Yeah, like yeah, he played yeah. a lot last year. Just can't get on base, man. He just is on he's with the bat. Good. He's just not good offensively. You can be as elite as you want defensively, but if you're not getting on base, man, and like that's the whole mantra of Moneyball. Like what are you doing? So give me the give me the like one or two A's that I need to be locked in on this year. Um, Shea Langoliers and Fujinami is their pitcher, that Japanese yeah, guy yeah, that yeah. they got. Him and Otani. Him had and Otani. Yeah, they had the bullpen session. They like they played against each other in high school and gotcha, stuff like that. Gotcha. He didn't make the World Baseball Classic. That just shows you how stacked Japan is. Wow. But like this guy Fujinami has just as good stuff as all those really? guys. But the location is not like that's the thing. Like yeah. he'll walk a lot of people. But those are the two guys. Langoliers is a stud. I don't think. What's the rookie of the year like? Is it like the NBA where you play a certain amount? Yeah, they, they do have a, a, a minimum uh, okay. on that, and I don't know what it you is. Know what I think it is. it's a minimum qualifying at bats because okay. that's usually how it works. Okay, because they batting average and things. Because like they pulled up Langleyers last year around August, like mid August. Yeah, I don't know if that was have enough qualified. At-bats. Okay, yeah. So I think that guy he has like a dark horse guy to okay. win like rookie of the year. But those are the two guys. Uh, quick thoughts, Aaron Judge. I know you've been hot on this. They're hitting him or what? Code Red. I Logan actually Webb. think Logan Webb is going to throw one right near him. Just bust and that's the tower. not a Kapler thing, right? What? Yeah, that's not a Kapler oh, Farhan. No, they don't want to do you that. Know, Kapler, sit sit down and enjoy the ride, and let Logan Webb do Logan Webb things. There you go. Sit down, and enjoy the ride with Bonte and Shasky. Next on the morning roast, right here on ninety five. That needs a gummy. Mm. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.